We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Mile High Huddle Podcast with your football priests, Chad Jensen and Zach Kelberman. Remember, Broncos country is not a geographic location. It's a state of being. Welcome in. It is the Mile High Huddle Podcast. I'm your host, Chad Jensen, and with me is my fellow football priest. You know him, you love him, Zach Kelberman. Zach, I don't know. This was a joke that Scott made right before we went live. Russell Wilson's golf cart accident. Was it an accident? Or was it perhaps a disgruntled former coach, you know, sticking a little like knife? Yeah, b- blame the former strength coach who who was the scapegoat to Russ's fail. It's obviously all jokes here. But, Zach, what did you make of Russ completely unharmed for what it's worth? If anything's hurt right now for Russ, it's just a little bit of his pride after the fact that the story came out three or four days later. But Russ overturns a uh, golf cart uh, last Thursday. I'm glad you put the disclaimer that it's just a joke because we mentioned the Lauren Landau boogeyman. We mentioned him by name. We get the trolls coming out, but it may be a banana in the tailpipe, but I feel like it was more just a a happy accident where Russ was on the golf course looking for his ball and and he didn't see it land in the bunker. And it's, it's actually a fairly common thing. You know, people are going to make jokes that he couldn't see the, the golf course. He can't see the field, you know, another arrowhead failure, this and that. It was just an accident that normal people like you, I, and even Russell Wilson have. Apparently he wasn't driving the cart. He was passenger status in the cart for what it's worth. Although I have seen a few uh, conflicting things on that, but who cares? You know, who is the most authoritative reporter on a a tweet of a overturned golf uh, golf cart? Pardon me. You know, it's like... We don't need to go running and searching and digging uh, too hard for the ultimate veracity, whether he was driving or not. Crap happens on the golf course, Zach. It's, uh, we probably wouldn't even be talking about it on this show. I probably wouldn't have even written about it on the website today if there was anything happening newsworthy. But that's just where we're at right now is, you know, it's mostly rumors as we're getting geared up for the uh, NFL draft. And Jerry Judy, too. Jerry Judy talking about changing that number. Yeah, I feel like if this wasn't April 17th, if this was like August 17th, the Russell Wilson thing would have been a non-story for us. 
but the critics are still going to, you know, attack Russ and add it to the high knees and the let's ride and this and that. If this was Patrick Mahomes, Chad, for example, whose golf cart flipped over, you would not hear anything negative about it. If anything, you'd hear a joke like, oh, even he can conquer a flipped over golf cart. But because it's Russell Wilson, then it becomes an issue. In terms of Jerry Judy, want to talk about that real quick? Wanna yeah, yeah. Hey, David, real, real No, fast. let's do it real quick, and then we'll grab, we'll grab Dave. Pretty simple. Another non-story that's only off-season fodder. Jerry Judy tweeted that he wants number four back, jersey number four, which is what he wore at Alabama. He said he won't pay for it, though. And I looked into it. There's no number four on the roster any longer because that belonged to Brett Rippon, who's a free agent. But players who want to switch jersey numbers have to buy out the remaining inventory of the previous number. And apparently Jerry Judy, with his millions, does not want to do that. If it's that important to you, you pay it, especially when you are making that. I mean, I guess it depends on how much it is. You know, I don't know. In, in the grand scheme of things, David, brother, the Papa Bear, jumping in early with a super chat, helping us keep the lights on on a kind of quiet Monday night. Thank you, David. Uh, he says, good evening, Broncos country. Chad, Zach, Dylan, Deacon, Scott, what has Wilson done this time? Hashtag Buckham times four. MHH for life, Dylan rocks for life. Love you, big dog. Thank you, David. Um but yeah, it depends, Zach, on context. All right, so like if I'm making, uh, you know, five for Jerry Judy, what he takes home, you know, maybe two or three million dollars. All right, in a year, that doesn't count, you know, any possible endorsements or anything like that. As a former top fifteen pick, still on his rookie contract, and it were say to cost me fifty thousand dollars to buy out that inventory. Even making the kind of money I'm making, if I'm Jerry Judy, I'd probably say, nah. Like, my grandma would probably tell me, are you crazy? Now, if it's five grand, if it's 10 grand even, I could even say if it's like 15 grand and I got my ideal jersey, I'd probably pay that if mm -hmm. I was making that kind of money. But that's just, that's just me. Yeah, same. I mean, if I wanted it that bad and Jerry Judy does apparently, then I would pony up the money, but... Like I wrote in the story today, maybe it's one of the new off-season additions got number four, and we don't know about that yet, and he doesn't want to pay the money to swap jerseys with that player. Uh, to David's comment, though, what did Russ do now? I could speak for myself. I've done way stupider crap on the golf course than Russell Wilson did being a passenger whose golf cart kind of semi-tipped over. So it's a non-story. He didn't do anything wrong, though I guarantee you guys we'll be hearing about this next time the Russell Wilson hit piece comes out, which is inevitable. Yep, crisis averted, thankfully. Nothing hurt uh, on Russ except maybe a little bit of his pride now that it's public. Um, a, a few hellos in the chat tonight. Everybody jumping in early. I see that Rob Khalifa, uh, David Yunkin, Michaela Israel in the house. We got Dylan reminding everybody, hit the thumbs up while you're here with us, especially on YouTube and Facebook. Guys, please do not forget to do that. Helps us out so much. Thanks for the reminder, as always, uh, Dylan. But in the interest of... Giving some love to the first comment in the chat tonight. Jesse Hillborn says, I don't know about y'all, but I would love, Zach, to see Buddha Baker be a Bronco. Disgruntled, wants out of his current situation. In a perfect world, Zach, if this was just like any other calendar year as far as draft picks and whatnot, and the Broncos weren't missing a one and a two, maybe I'd be a little bit more amenable to the idea. But, like, what do they have to trade with right now? Like, what do they have that's going to perk up uh, that team's ears on a Buda Baker trade? 
I mean, they can throw in Cortland Sutton, but even then, Arizona would want a high-round pick back in return. And, you know, of course, we'd all want Buda Baker, but he'd be a luxury for a team that really can't afford that right now. Maybe next year, in year two of Sean Payton, they can swing for the fences a little longer, but they needed to address the offensive line, and they still have work to do there. They need some backups. They need a center. They need edge. They need defensive line help. I, I ask myself this question when a trade candidate pops up. Do the Broncos need this player or do the Broncos want this player? And if they want this player, it's not worth selling the farm for. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Um, you know, it comes back to how you can't have all pros and pro bowlers at every single spot. Mike, bro, love you so much. The support you've been showing us uh, for the entire time that you've been in our community is is at the tippity top. There's a reason you're a Mount Rushmore member of our community. So thank you, brother. It's great to see you tonight. Um, Zach, you know, the idea of what's left, what holes are really left as far as urgent roster situations that need to be addressed in a perfect world for the Denver Broncos. Pro Football Focus, uh, Bob Morris had the write-up for us on this. They put out the biggest remaining roster needs for each of the 32 teams, and then they they categorized it two different ways. There's remaining starter needs, so in other words, how many starter holes are you maybe missing, or do you have, and then remaining depth needs. So here's how they classified it, and then I want your thoughts on this. Remaining starter needs, according to Pro Football Focus, for your Denver Broncos, cornerback, safety. 
remaining depth needs center linebacker doesn't really make mention of are we talking edge are we talking inside guys so once again they kind of miss the forest for the trees there is some uh, a big need at safety as far as you don't have a proven guy to start next to Justin Simmons but you do have a guy who could perhaps if he comes back from that injury and Caden Stearns be something but to not mention edge rusher anywhere in that for me I'm going hmm miss the mark again PFF yeah, again, it's another cursory analysis of the Broncos roster, very vague, and they see that Damari Mathis is the starter right now opposite Sertan. They say that's a hole. I say Mathis could be the starter. I'm very high on him. They see Caden Stearns opposite Simmons, and they think the Broncos need a starter. I'm very high, as are you, Chad, on Caden Stearns. They don't need Buda Baker, and Buda supposedly wants to be among the highest-paid safeties in the NFL, can you afford realistically to have two of the higher paid safeties, two players at a non-premium position, taking up so much salary cap space? I cannot envision that. In a perfect world, you'd love to see it. But football, if nothing else, is is not played in a perfect world. The Duchess jumping in. Michaela, love you. Thank appreciate you. you. Still uh, keeping her brand spanking new Tim Patrick jersey in the profile pic on YouTube. Love it. She says, I was in my early 20s. We were racing golf carts. I got mine stuck on a sidewalk ledge. So what? LOL. Boring. I know. It's, uh, I don't know, Zach. What 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 do you think was a more newsworthy storyline? Um, and then we'll grab Gary. Russ, as a passenger, having a golf cart turnover into a, into a bunker. Uh, or Drew Locke coming inches from perhaps <laughs> losing his life, driving down the freaking freeway, highway, I should say, uh, between Denver and Kansas City. And what was it? that Some kind of road debris came th flying through the air and into his windshield. I don't even remember what it was. Do you remember? It was, was it a, a rock, tire? I feel like. What was it? I feel like it was a rock. No, no, no. It was, no, no, no. It was something from a vehicle ahead of him. Was it? That it had fallen it off. Anyway, but... Uh, Scott's saying retread tire. That probably that probably uh, tracks. So, Gary Palmer, bro, love you, the swashbuckler. Thank you, very generous super chat. He says, "Hey, Chad, Zach, and Scott, we are caught in the doldrums between the end of free agency and the draft. So anything is up for clickbait. Go Broncos, MHH for life. Yeah, yeah. Um, we ain't seen nothing yet, though. As bad as this might feel at times, where we're we don't have like the, the most compelling." Uh, storylines uh, in the moment it's it doesn't hold a candle to middle of june till the end of july that's the true nfl desert where there's nothing to look forward to except training camp all of the big events that garner speculation rumor and all this the draft free agency all that hiring cycles that's all in the books it's the nfl desert that's the my least favorite stretch zach on the calendar but Michaela was emphasizing something I said earlier. We've all done stupid things on the golf course. Most of us have anyway. You're out there in the heat. You're swinging clubs. You're driving a freaking golf cart around having fun. I mean, it just comes with the territory. If this was not Russell Wilson, it would not be a story. But because it is, you have a guy like 100 yards away with binoculars and a smartphone trying to take a blurry picture of Russell Wilson as a passenger of a golf cart that wasn't even seriously injured. But that comes with the territory nowadays. No kidding. It makes you wonder who actually took that. But I want to see real quick. I'm for 
And guys, I have to do this on my phone, so don't think I'm not engaged in what's happening. I have to search right now on my phone because StreamYard is being lame. But the Drew Locke thing, Zach. Drew Locke Highway uh, accident, maybe I'll just put. Because I know we covered it when it came out. Yeah. Yeah, here it is. Look, Broncos quarterback Drew Locke narrowly avoids disaster on Kansas Highway. Uh let me see. What was it? Massive lug nut flew off a tire and careened into those signal callers windshield. Yeah. That'll put you in a start. If you're just like vibing out, you've been in the car for hours or whatever, you know, you're jamming to your tunes or maybe you're listening to a podcast or an audio book and all of a sudden your windshield just like shatters or like, you know, something comes through it. Yeah. That'll, uh, that'll, that'll make you pucker up a little bit. That's some final destination stuff right now. I know you did yeah. the same thing, Chad, when you see a car, a, a big truck on the highway towing logs that you think of that scene. So I'm happy Drew Locke wasn't injured, but that if we had to rate the stories in terms of newsworthiness, well, he almost got injured, I guess. So that one takes the cake. Yes. Um, okay. Let's see here real quick. I'm going to star this comment. We have a really cool, this feature, Zach, that uh, is available now on StreamYard where, remember in the old days when we first started doing this and the stream would jump and if we didn't get to a super chat or a comment in time and we tried to scroll back up, you couldn't get back to it. And they've been rolling out different, uh, you know, different updates and things. I like this where you can star certain comments and come back to it and it just puts it in its own little file. Very, very uh, convenient. Um, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just reading some of these comments. It's cracking me up a little bit. Um, okay. Lawrence wants to, wants to have a little bit of a more serious conversation on this. What up guys? Hear me out. What if it was Russell and it's his eyes? They aren't what they used to be. I mean, Zach, you'd have to be pretty dang visually challenged to miss a bunker. Like if the reason you didn't see the bunker is you like literally the world is so blurry you couldn't see it, then yeah, you're not probably playing quarterback in the NFL. Um, but he wasn't driving A from what we understand. And B, even if he was, Zach, even if he was, it's it smacks more of what, what we know of the context of what happened. It was more of a guy kind of like not realizing how close they were to the bunker and just being a little too loosey-goosey and, you know, fell in. Uh, you mentioned what I was going to say he wasn't driving, and even if he was, again, these things happen. If it wasn't Russ, it wouldn't really matter on a national scale. And uh, his eyes look pretty good to me, Chad, the last couple games of the year last year, so I don't think that's a concern, Lawrence. Big Earn in the house. Great to see you tonight, as a, every night it is, my friend. And he's uh, always very clear to emphasize of late, go Broncos country only. That's it. That's all who gets the goes, and we love it. Thank you, bro. Um, let's grab this from Leroy, one of our most lawyer, lawyer, loyal listeners um, on Facebook, dating back years and years and years, brother. Hope you're doing well. He says, hey, guys, what's going on? What about the kid from Iowa, Riley Moss? I've seen his highlights. Lots of range, can play all positions at defensive back. What do you guys think? And then, of course, the Mile High salute. So, Zach, our uh, – Based on his the mock draft uh, database, he is projected as the 116th, basically best player in the class. So that puts him as like a fourth round pick. Six one one ninety five runs a four four five forty thirty nine inch vertical. Did compete at the C- Senior Bowl. Seems like a decent glue guy, 
and uh, surprisingly athletic and uh, for for what you might think um, <laughs> for what it's worth. Um, so what are your thoughts on the idea of this kid? I mean, maybe in the fourth round, would you want to see a, a Riley Moss uh, land in, in Denver? I'm cracking up at Scott's comparison, the comment that he made. I won't mention it, but it's it's pretty it's pretty apt. I'll, I'll say that as a fourth round pick, I have no problem with it. You know, to PFF's credit, I guess the Broncos do need another quarterback, and I don't know that I would use a third to address that position. But in the fourth round, hell yeah, sign me up. Yeah, I like the idea. Um, I'd be curious to hear what Nick thinks of him, though, as an Iowa kid. So Nick probably has the entire Bible on this dude, Jeff. Good to see you, brother. Speaking of longtime members of our community and listeners, Jeff's been with us since the very beginning of us doing the podcast as a live stream. Great to see you, bro. Thank you for the super. He says, maybe Peyton is going to bridge the gap, pun intended, from a horrible team to a good team. Well, we're hoping, bro. We're hoping. I think so. Uh, and he's talking, of course, about Sean Peyton here. Um, I Obviously, there is quite a gap to, to be bridged, Zach, in terms of – you know, you're coming off a five-win season, and you were nowhere close to being playoff relevant, let alone an actually competitive football team. It's, it is a gap that, that needs to be bridged, but I keep thinking about what Terrell Davis said in that quote to um, Chris Thomason of the Denver Gazette, which is, I'll paraphrase, the Broncos needed to hire someone who um, didn't have to think about what to do to fix things but knew exactly what it would take to fix things. And that's, uh, I think, Sean Payton. So I'm not too worried. I think that gap is going to get bridged. The beauty nowadays is it doesn't take three years anymore to rebuild or reload in the NFL. You can do it in one calendar year. And if the Lions can be a competitive team under Dan Campbell, if they can turn around their culture and start winning, I think the Broncos can get back to that as well. Good is subjective. I mean, good to some people might be a 12, 13 win season. Others, it might be eight or nine wins, but we can all agree they should have more wins than losses this year under Sean Payton. That's what's exciting. I'm looking at, uh, there's a few interesting comments. I want to grab this question from uh, Junior Caprone, I think, or it might be JR. I don't know. But either way, brother, thank you for being with us. Are we really okay with who we have at running back after Samaje Pirine? I have no clue as to why the Broncos haven't resigned Latavius Murray. It's a good question why it's hard to fathom considering that it does seem to lack as a depth chart some proven production. The only thing I can fathom Zach is wherever Murray is at in his level of uh, at this point in his career. Sean Payton thinks that he'll probably be available if they really want him, uh, you know, halfway right. through training camp if they don't like the way things are shaping up at running back. I don't think it's a money thing. I don't think Latavius is asking for too much. I think he would settle for a one-year deal. It screams to me that the Broncos feel they can go younger, cheaper, higher upside with a draft pick. And they've worked out several running backs. They've met with several running backs in the pre-draft process. And it's fait accompli to me at this point that they will emerge from the draft with at least one more guy in that backfield. Or the other optimistic stance to take here is that the Broncos are genuinely confident that Javante will return to form sooner and not later. I hope so, man. I mean, we did, we're trying to be as cautiously optimistic as possible, but if you want to lean into that optimism, Zach, one thing that we do know about Javante Williams is that he is a very unique individual, mm -hmm. uh, was a great student, very hard worker, very driven, very focused, 
great IQ. This is a guy who, if you anything he puts his mind to, he's going to master. So if there is a guy that you could maybe bet on to uh, return from that grievous of an injury sooner than you might expect, perhaps it is Javante. I think he could do it. It might be a case where he starts slowly, maybe on PUP, but he will get back at some point. And I have hope that we'll see the pre-injury Javante. But in the meantime, you know, Samaje Piran could hold it down as the workhorse. You have Tony Jones. You have players like Tyler Batty and Demarie Crockett, Tyreek McAllister. You add in the draft pick to that, then that's a decent stable until Williams is 100%. Keith, brother, appreciate you being with us tonight. He says Broncos brought in. Chandler Zavala and Garrett Williams on private visits. What are your thoughts? Um, look, you've got a – how big of an issue, Zach, is cornerback? Because you've got top three. Your top three on the depth chart is is more than decent. For whatever like experience Damari Mathis is lacking on the resume, I think that is offset and then some by not only having an all-pro in Patrick Sertan, who's going only into his third year, but also of savvy veteran nickel like Kwan Williams. I really like that top three on the cornerback depth chart. Mm-hmm. Uh, Garrett Williams, hey, if you want him, you probably have to take him uh, at 67 or 68. I wouldn't hate it. I don't think cornerback is – it's a depth issue. I don't think it's as extreme as, say, who's there – you know, that's a, a rush linebacker and who's there that might could play center for you if you needed him to. But I don't hate the idea of Garrett Williams. And as far as Zavala, he's he's kind of trending, what, Scott, fourth round, something like that. Uh, interior guy, probably more of a guard. Maybe Maybe he could be viewed as a center. I don't know. But what are your thoughts, Zach? I've tried to keep up on the Broncos pre-draft visits by writing about each and every one as, you know, as tedious a process as that can be. I didn't write up Williams, though I do like the fact that he can play cornerback and safety. So you're getting some versatility for Vance Joseph if you do take him, though I agree with you. The third round might be a little too early for my blood, so to speak. I did write up Zavala, though, and what I like about him, he might be a later round, you know, late round prospect, but he played 422 pass blocking snaps last year. He allowed no sacks and one quarterback hit. He's 6'5", 325. There's some there there that you can mold under Peyton and Zach Streif. And oh my God, Deanna. smokes. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What just happened? I'm already taking my hat off just preemptively. You Thanks wanted to Indiana. see Lady D. This is obviously a uh, subliminal uh, message that you want to see this bald dome because it's hats off. 
Hats off. You see the shine on that? Holy smokes. Lady D in the 500 club, like it's a slobber knocker. It, it literally stops you in your tracks when you see that uh, and you're broadcasting live. So freaking generous. I don't even know what to say other than especially this time of year. Believe it when we say that really, really helps us out. All three of us that are in this room right now, let alone all the dudes at MHH. So Lady D, love you so much. She says, just starting your week out right with a max level, literally, it's the max level individual super chat that puts her in rarefied, rarefied, rarefied air. Thank you so much, Lady D. Seriously, I don't know what to tell you other than, Zach, she's, she's in the streams every night. She's throwing down supers. She's buying Bridge the Gap CDs and merch, and she's listening to the tunes. Like, I don't know. It's it's We're very grateful and very fortunate and very blessed to have you with us, Lady D. Love you. There are no words that can really summarize. Chad tried beautifully there. I echo what he said, but there's no words, Deanna, to summarize your generosity. I was thinking while Chad was talking, kind of was zoning out because I was thinking, we got to do something for this level of appreciation. Maybe like a 500 pin, 500 club pin or something. There's got to be something we can do to this show is a our good idea. Support. Or even like a t shirt. Anything that that we because we have control over that with our with our merch store, we can make individualized. We have a we have a graphics guy that does designs for us. We can say, hey, come up with something for Mount Rushmore people or 500 club people, 200 club people. And when that comes in, boom, that goes out as a as like a thank you and as like a, you know, keepsake memorabilia type thing to to commemorate. Um, I'm making myself. It's the least we can do. This is, yeah, that's a good idea, dude. We should do something like that. Um, holy smokes, Lady D, love you so Thank much. You, Hope you're doing well. Hope it's warming up decently up there in uh, Alaska. And, but seriously, thank you so much. I'm I'm looking over the comments as well, and just the fact that. It makes other people happy when someone is so generous. This community, straight up, we talk about it on air, off air. Y'all are the best, including you, Deanna, especially you, Deanna. Thank you so much. Love it. Love you so much. Uh, David jumping in again, number two super chat tonight. <laughs> Judas another, Priest. Another pin going out. Oh, my goodness, yes. Um, David, though, says, Nick would have the encyclopedia on anyone from Iowa. And this is true. It's his alma mater. It's uh, Iowa kid. Plus, I mean, Nick's basically a walking encyclopedia for all things football. I mean, college to the pros, his, his favorite thing, as you guys probably know, is just the NFL draft and all that. Um, but when I first found Nick, he was a commenter on Facebook. He just kept commenting on our Facebook posts. And he obviously knew what he was talking about. So finally, I like tried to find him, and I friended him, like, accept my request. He accepted. I'm like, dude, you want to come right? It's like, I don't know about writing so much, but I'd be down to do a podcast, especially right now. It was like January. So I want to do the draft. I'm like, let's go. And the rest is history. But yeah, Nick knows is a thing or two about Iowa, for sure. When we have the uh, MHH roundtable pre-draft, we'll be sure to ask him about the uh, all the Iowa prospects for the Broncos. We have another Jesus just Christ. insanely generous, supportive show here from the Duchess and it's already her second super chat and it's 400 club, but she's been in the, she's in the 500 mm -hmm. club. So we have to do this idea. This is a really good idea. I will, uh, 
I will make sure, Zach and I will make sure when we get off tonight's stream, we'll confer and come up with some good ideas. But this is, we're on to something with this. This is cool. Michaela, love you so much, seriously. I don't know what we'd do without the great ladies of MHH, and especially our Mount Rushmore superstar. She says, not to be outdone, LOL. Just kidding. Keep up the awesome work. Hey, we're, we're trying hard. I promise you that. And you know what? It doesn't even feel like work. And that's, that's mm -hmm. how you know when you really are hashtag blessed, when you know what you do to uh, every day, when, when you quote unquote, Zach, I guess, punch the clock for lack of a better term. If it doesn't feel like work, then you've done something to, uh, you've, you've done something right. Let me just put it that way. You're, you're on the right path. It's a synchronicity key. But the only danger in that, I'll tell you this, is when it doesn't feel like work, it's really easy to go overboard. So like myself, Zach, as a family man, it's really easy to just sit in my office and write and blog and podcast and make videos all day long and uh, forget sometimes, I, I'm being honest here, sometimes, oh, got to go spend time, you know, with the kids. I oh, got to go do this with the kids. Make sure, you know, you're not gunning, getting too carried away because it's so fun. I mean, this is so fun. And the fact that we have people in our community that would support us financially like this on top of everything that we do at the site, it just means the world to us. So thank you, Michaela. Love you. Yeah. Those who were with us, Chad, know that what they're getting into, it's a year round business, but we're so blessed each and every day. And it's because of people like you, Michaela, you will never be outdone. And I want to say this, and I mean this genuinely, we cannot tell the story of the MHH podcast without you, without Deanna, without so many of our integral members. So thank you. Nothing more to be said. Thank you so much. That's true. When you talk about like the, the MHH hall of fame, right? Like, can you tell the story of the MHH of MHH without mentioning X figure, you know, Z figure, nope. Michaela would definitely have to be mentioned. Like you couldn't tell the story without Lady D have to be mentioned. This no. cat who we're going to yes. have on the show Thursday night, by the way, stoked Najal Toff, who is a living legend and a complete uh, force of nature. Bro, thank you. Great to see you. We're stoked to talk with you uh, in just a couple of days. He says, hey, brothers, is there any word on voluntary minicamp participation are you aware of any players not there not aware of anyone no showing i think everyone's a little bit look there's no melvin gordon's here to set a bad example uh, <laughs> this time around and i think everyone zach is a little bit i wouldn't say on eggshells um but everyone after what's happened lately and the cult of personality in a good way that is coming in in sean payton nobody wants to get off on the wrong foot mm -hmm. with him yeah, I was going to say, if you have any sort of professionalism, if you have any sort of uh, pride, you know, if, if you conduct yourself the right way, you want to make a good first impression. You don't want to no show. You don't want to go to the media and say, well, I wasn't there because it's it's optional. It's not mandatory like Melvin Gordon did last year. So we haven't heard of any no shows. I don't believe there will be and there will not be a on field mini camp, though, until May 25th. I think it is, Chad, when the Broncos start phase two of the program. Yes, and uh, or the 23rd, somewhere around there. And that's when we can expect Zach uh, to hopefully get a little media um, yeah. love. Or at least maybe a better way to put it is maybe that's when Sean Payton will end the media blackout. Uh, because by NFL rule, I believe, on that stretch, media does get access. Mike, bro, so generous. The stars you th just threw down on Facebook. Thank I got to tell you, again, once, you know, look – we're so grateful. We're so lucky. And, uh, I mean, beyond just the stars and, and support you show, 
You're helping us in the conversation every night, keeping it going. You continue that when this when we hit end broadcast. You're there on Twitter, uh, and you're commenting on every story on Facebook. So, bro, love you, dude. Seriously. We are so grateful to everybody in the chat right now. Thank you. Another person who we can't tell the story without, you know, Michael, every, every single night, every single podcast, he's going on Twitter and showing us support, saying great show and uh, just being a great person overall. So thank you so much, Michael. Come to the meet and greet. We don't have the date yet. As soon as the schedule comes out within the next podcast, whenever the date is or whatever the schedule is, when it comes out, the very next MHH podcast, we will have a date for the meet and greet. And Mike, you should come. Lady D, if you can make it, you should come. Um, it would be so cool to hang out. But uh, yeah, it's a month from today. Scott's reminding me when we'll get the schedule. So we still have a little bit of time left, but just basically kind of, I know it's it's a little um, nebulous. It's a little bit too big of a window. But if you just look at like the second half of September as kind of a target window, that's probably where it's going to be, uh, where it's going to fall. Yeah, probably like week three, week four. So sometime in that time frame. We'll know, like Scott said, in about a month. Um, Just quick shout out, Patrick. Really good to see you, buddy. Aloha, right back at you. Appreciate your support for all the shows. Love your coffee. Um, yes, sir. Um, Okay, so let me jump in and see if a couple of the comments I started. Let's grab this one from Ian, okay? Um, appreciate you, Ian, being with us on Facebook, my friend. Zach, he says, are the rumors true that the Broncos might go after, I assume, Dalvin Cook if he is released? Is that who he's talking That's got to be who he's talking about, be. right, with the rumors. So uh, what I haven't heard that the Broncos might go after him. Yeah. I haven't heard anything that, like, really links Denver to Dalvin Cook. Uh, I, because I know that if there were anything, even a rumor, we would have written it <laughs> up. It. We'd be on that, <laughs> that stuff. <laughs> I almost <laughs> <laughs> so believe that, my dog. But uh, what do you think? Would the Broncos be interested, though, if he gets if he were to get released? I wanted that to happen so bad, Chad. You were so close, and uh, no cigar. The only rumor, if you can call it that, is someone like you know a random person from Bleacher Report linking Cook to the Broncos as a potential destination. I have not heard anything concrete, and the only reason why this is even a possibility is because of the George Payton connection and the Broncos needing, so to speak, a running back to uh, help out the backfield. But I don't see it materializing. He's going on, I think, 28 or 29. He would want to be compensated i think more than the broncos can pay him after paying some some P. Ryan. i wouldn't look for that to happen and this is why i hold I, I i hold my tongue on even when like maybe i i have a brief lapse and i'm on the brink of maybe saying something i shouldn't i don't because dollars to donuts right now that michaela's watching this her son her her young son is watching this coop shout out and I know other people in our community who watch these pods, they put it up in their living rooms, you know, while they're getting dinner ready or whatever. And so you, we want to keep this a family-friendly show. So for what it's worth, Michaela, love you. She says, I'll be at the meet and greet. Hope everyone comes. You guys rock. Girl power. Girl power indeed. Uh, the ladies of MHH reign supreme. For sure. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
I'd be hard pressed to find another podcast, especially a sports podcast, Broncos podcast that has that demographic down. Like we do. We are entirely grateful for every wonderful female viewer that we have. Michaela, uh, jumping in again, the Duchess to say, have a segment with us ladies in face paint, ladies of the gridiron. Maybe what we do is at the meet and greet, you come prepared with the, with the faces already painted up and we just like get crazy with a fun segment. We can either shoot like, uh, separate video content that we upload later, Zach, do live stuff. We'll see. There's there's a lot of different possibilities. And then the and the first few the first couple of meet and greets that we've done, we learned a lot from them in terms of where to focus our our creative energies, what works, what what makes sense in these situations. And so uh yeah, there's there's definitely, Zach, I think, room for more content because once we get there and we get set up People start showing up, and we we meet people, and we hang out, we chit chat, we give merch away, we sign a thing or two here or there, we eat, we we have a few drinks, whatever. There's plenty of room, there's plenty of space in there for some additional content ideas. So this is not a bad one. This is a good idea. We know how to skate security, uh, stadium security as well. Chad, we're <laughs> the third time. That's right. Uh, that's but right. has been there both times, and she's made it great. So we look forward to doing it. It's it's truly one of the times I look forward to every year, just meeting everyone and uh, interacting as a community face to face. Naj saying with another very generous super chat. Thank you, Naj. Thanks, bro. He says, brothers, I get Buddha Baker is a luxury, but. For Caden and a third-round pick, would you pull the trigger knowing how well he already fits right in Vance's system? I would do that trade. Honestly, I probably would do that trade if that's what all it took to get him was Caden Stearns and a third-rounder. Knowing I still have a third-rounder this year, uh, and I get one of my starting spots is solved right next to Justin Simmons, I would make that trade, uh, but I don't think the uh, Cardinals would make that trade necessarily. What do you think, Zach? I just, it comes down to do you want to pay two safeties top market money at a non premium position? And if you acquire Buda Baker, you're pretty much saying that uh, Justin Simmons is on borrowed time. I don't think he's earned that deal, quite frankly, Chad. I think he's a tad overrated, but Buda Baker is a playmaker. I wouldn't mind having him, but that's what a luxury is. You don't need him, you would want him. I'd rather that third round pick go toward a center, which the Broncos actually need. Yes. Um, and that's really what the, what the crux of his discontent is right now, right? Zach is he wants to get paid. So yeah, you can't have all pros at every single spot in your starting lineup. It would be really cool to see, but that, that level of resource, whether it's a new contract or whatever, uh, capital you'd have to give up to get him, et cetera, probably at this stage because you do have in one of those two safety spots already, Zach, an all pro probably should put that level of resource into one of the other positions that doesn't have that, that good a support or, you know, solved as far as the starting lineups concerned. If you had just Stearns or just Simmons, I would make this trade in a freaking heartbeat. Obviously, Caden wouldn't be part of it, but you already have a star safety. You have a star cornerback. You have a, a couple young players that you're confident in like Hayden Stearns, like Damari Mathis, it's not a pressing need. And the Broncos need to allocate what little resources they have to needs. Scott's reminding, he says, Baker has two years left on his deal at big money. Arizona just sucks. Yeah, they do. Um, They do. Naj, can't wait to hang, dude, and talk on Thursday night. It's going to be so fun. 
I just found one here. Um, Robot of Doom. We always try to get at least one Twitch comment question per stream. And he wants to know, Zach, do the Broncos start the season at home or away? You got your crystal ball. What do you think? There's that scuttlebutt that they can open the season at Kansas City on Thursday night, though I think that's a little unlikely. Um, I think they're going to get a home game this year to start off the year only because you have Sean Payton. I think you want him, his debut to be as impactful as possible for the product and integrity of the NFL. So my guess, I could be wrong. My guess is they will open up at home this year. Uh, and yes, robot, you should come, bro. He says, I want to go to the meet and greet. Uh, wanted to go. See, I want to go this year to the meet and greet, but last year I couldn't got to have the Twitch squad represent. It would be so cool. Uh, to see you, my friend, and uh, meet you in the flesh. See, Cooper watching. What's up, buddy? Good to see you. Um, last year, the Broncos opened on the road, Seattle. More often than not, schedule makers seem to favor the Broncos in my mind's eye. I could be totally wrong on this if you were to pull up and look at the schedule the last few years, but it seems like more often than not, they like to give Denver a home opener. Um like literally the opening of the season is a home game. So if I were to bet right now, I would bet that they were going to be at home, especially with Sean Payton and the media scrutiny that's going to come with him being the coach that first game. You know, they want to set that stage as perfectly as possible. Um, Cali on Green, new scoreboard. Exactly. They got to flex the new new video board, which, you know, is the first in a $100 million investment to upgrade stadium infrastructure. I think the NFL is better when the Broncos are good. So the NFL should want to make the Broncos good. And part of that, I think, is having them open up at home, preferably against a weaker opponent to start off 1-0 and uh, kick off the Peyton era the right way. Keith, you could send this to me. Um, well, let's see. One guy wrote an article naming Denver as a potential landing spot. That's 100% Bleacher Report. I saw the same As, thing. Okay, so, so okay, for, yeah, all right. If it's that, If that's what it is, then, yeah. Um, okay, guys, we're at 40 minutes, so we're getting close. Any burning topics um, on your mind, get them in the chat because uh, we'll probably keep tonight relatively tight. Thank you, Keith, for supporting Bridge the Gap. Album is awesome. He says that B-side is mind-blowing. That There's been a few people that say the second half is better than the first, which is a surprise to us and the record label because usually, you know, you front-load the album, so to speak. You want to try and put what you think are the best songs on the first side. So that's uh, very cool for us to hear. Uh, Ian, is Marcus Peters still out there? If he is, would he be cheap? What's the latest on Peters? The last time we talked about him, he was available. Uh, It's been a minute since uh, I've checked on his status, though. I'm doing the same research that everyone else is. I looked it up on Google, and it says that he's a free agent still and uh, unsigned. So that would lead me to believe that maybe the NFL knows something we don't about Marcus Peters. I think he's a little on the wash side, and the Broncos might want to go younger and cheaper by getting a corner through the draft. Keith, you demand, dude. Glad you like the red vinyl. Um, Todd Ostendorf, when was the last who's so consistent for what it's worth? I got to give Todd some props right here. Every single night keeping the conversation going. We don't always get to him in the chats, depending on how busy it is with supers. But Todd, love you, big dog. When's the last time the Broncos had more than two pro bowlers in a, in a season, right? Uh, without pulling it up and looking at it in front of me, mind's eye, more than two. I'm going to guess it was 2016, but I could be wrong on that. 2016. So 
That would have been Chris Harris, Akeem Talib, Pro Bowls, Von Miller, Pro Bowl. Uh, so there's three already. I'm trying to think from that six, uh, maybe Emmanuel Sanders. Both DT and Sanders got over a thousand that year. Was that the year C? No, CJ was a 2014. If I recall. Is he a 2014 Pro Bowler? Yeah, 2014 Pro Bowler. I think. See, normally I would be just cruising right now on my uh, research sites while I'm talking and have this in information in real time. But uh, the browser stuff, when I try to open up another tab lately on, on StreamYard, even though I have literally the best internet you can get, something is is wonky with that. But uh, I think 2016. I can do some research on it real quick, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm on uh, Pro Football Reference. I'm trying okay. to narrow down the list i can't i think it's 2016 it might be 27 not 2017 i think it's 2016 you had dt and you had uh vaughn from what i see on this list so hold on denver broncos and i think that's it oh 2018 they had casey Kreider and philip Lindsay. two like more than two was there and, vaughn vaughn had to be pro bowl yeah. so so and there Chris you go Harris. but um yeah, so there you go. So it was actually 2018. There you go. Hey, didn't have to go back maybe as far as, as we thought. Uh, good to see you, Nick, in the house. What's up, big dog? Um, okay. I'm just scrolling through toward the end here of the chat. Make sure uh, Nick says, by the way, while we're looking here, uh, to get the guys in shape before any football take, he says, well, what did he say before? I love Peyton's approach to get the guys in shape before any football takes place. I'm banking on this, paying off if we make the playoffs to be in shape. He's definitely uh, exposing them, Zach, to the resistance. You know, you have to – you got to toughen them up one way or another, and you, you got to find the best way to do that, the smartest way to do that, without cutting off your nose to spite your face, so to speak. And he knows a thing or two about it, you know. Been, been doing it for 15 years as a head coach to mostly good success. He also realized when he came in how badly the Broncos were injury ruined last year, and it's been a continuing theme. And in one offseason, in just a few months, in fact, Sean Payton did what the Broncos couldn't in like six or seven years, and that's overhaul their entire strength and conditioning department and nutrition and sports science, hiring Bo Larry and uh, Dal Rimple to, to lead the charge there, and he says, I don't care that we have anything scheduled. We're doing things my way. We're going to run a little longer. We're going to lift a little longer. We're going to train a little longer. Is that what should kind of crystallize them for the regular season? I love the approach. It'll be awesome, Lady D, if you can make it to the meet and greet. So we very much would look forward to that. Mike throwing down more stars as a punctuation to tonight's conversation, which has been a really fun, um, really fun chat tonight. So love you guys. Thank you. With that, though, we're, we're going to sign off for tonight, uh, but don't leave quite yet. A couple of messages. This, that was the MHH pod. I'm still tongue-tied by the amount of generosity we were shown tonight. Thank you so, so much, guys and gals. If you want to follow us on Twitter, if you're not doing so already, follow us at the MHH pod, the main account on Twitter at Mile High Huddle. Chad at Chad and Jensen, myself at Kelberman NFL, and Scott, our producer at Scout Kennedy. You guys want some Buckham merch or hats, shirts, anything that we're offering, that we're wearing, we're showing off at MHHmerch.com. Check it out. And if you haven't, go to Facebook.com slash pod. Be sure you're liking that page and following that page. If you're on IG, follow us at mile underscore high underscore huddle. And if you haven't, go to Apple Podcasts and leave your football pre-safe five-star review for a chance to win some of that merch each and every single month. 
But if anything, please heed my call. Subscribe, like, and share this video and every video you see on the MHH channel. It really helps us grow and reach more Broncos fans just like you. Shout out to these great Super Chat superstars and supporters tonight, starting with Michaela, the Duchess, Lady D, Deanna Hendry. Uh, and let's keep it with the ladies, Michaela Israel as well. Naj, bro, love you. Can't wait. Guys, Thursday night, set your watch to this, all right? Put it on your calendars. Naj Altaf on the show. It's going to be dope on the 20th of April. I don't know why such a, an upstanding, um, you know, straight-laced legend, though he may be, Zach, guy like Naj wanted to come on the show on 420. I'm like, really, Naj? What's the numerical significance of this? I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, kind of. Um, no, I really am joking. David McElrath, brother, thank you very much. Jeff, Gary Palmer, um, making sure I'm not missing anybody on YouTube. And then on Facebook, Michael Ronquillo, going off. Love you, bro. Lawrence Rivera, Keith Brugman, much love and respect to everybody. Can't wait to talk with you guys along with Naj Thursday night this week. But don't forget, Tuesday morning, Broncos for breakfast, building the Broncos. Lots of content to come from MHH between now and then. Another special shout out for me from Chad, from Scott to Michaela and also from to, uh, Deanna as well. Thank you again. And Todd, really quickly, he's still in the army. So thank you for your service, Todd. Oh, definitely okay. appreciate it. We always yes. want to make sure we get that in there. So uh, have a great night, guys. We'll see you Thursday night. Take care. And as always, go Broncos. Head on over to milehighhuddle.com for all things Broncos. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.